0: This is the maiden voyage of the Golden Blue Nation podcast. Nick Farrell and Angelica Trinone here with you. In the year of our Lord, 2022, Golden Blue Nation finally has a podcast. We've done so many things together over the last four years, Angelica. But not this new adventure.
1: And who better to have along with us for the ride than the West Virginia basketball legend himself? That, of course. Deshaun Butler, unless you're me, you've been referring to him as Deshaun Derulo. Oh, wow. All week. <laughs> so, you know, that just kind of got stuck in my head whenever thinking about it. And, you know, he's had plenty of nicknames over the year. Over the years, I'm sure he won't be uh, too thrilled with that one, perhaps. But um
0: You think he's listening? Do you think he's listening back? I mean, he is. I don't really know what his deal is with the final forecast at this point.
1: Well, let's hope they don't expose me for that.
0: Let's get... Let's, podcasting beef right now no I'm kidding (laughs) that's
1: not the good way to start but I'm totally kidding but yeah great to hear from him great to talk to him the last time I actually got to see him in person was one of the WVU alumni games of course this one came over the phone too but great to be back in the presence of greatness there with Deshaun
0: Yes. so here's how this transpired the podcast thing is different we've been trying to get into podcasting for a while Um, a gentleman named Jerome from the College Park Skyhawks reached out to us and was like hey would you like to chat with Deshaun? And we were like, of course. Absolutely. We would love to catch up with him. So the backstory, of course, is Deshaun Butler, Mountaineer Immortal, coached last year at Wheeling University and is now in his first year as a G League assistant with the College Park Skyhawks. Uh, He tells us a little bit about all the things that he's doing, what got him into coaching, and, you know, just simply we asked him, how's it going?
2: Uh, Honestly, it's been going really, really well to tell you the truth um it's it's just been a big learning experience for me personally um lots of uh there's days where i uh i don't know i realize how much i don't know what i'm doing and then i and then there's things there's days i realize i do know a good bit of about basketball (laughs) so just like those good days and bad days blending them together and then just becoming better in between
3: Now, Deshaun, what drew you to coaching and how did this opportunity even come about? And two, if you will, take us back to the little stint that you had up in Wheeling as well.
2: Uh, Always knew I wanted to coach. To tell you the truth, Um, my dad kind of coached me when I was younger and I got the chance to go with him to tons of, you know, camps and coaching clinics. And, you know, I was playing basketball myself and just seeing that, that relationship he had with the players. I'm, you know, I was an only child. So like those guys that, you know, he mentored and helped out like were somewhat like brothers to me. So I would hang out with those dudes all the time. And just seeing that made me uh peak like, you know, kind of pique my interest in the coaching. Um and from then on, you know, like I said, going to those coaching clinics and like meeting those like great coaches that I got a chance to meet, you know, I was kind of like hooked on the idea. I was just like, you know, in love with basketball as a whole, though. And Luckily, you know, um, the the connections I made um, just through basketball, like I said, um, I got drafted to the Miami Heat and I was able to, you know, use those connections to put get me in a into a a what is it called? The NBA assistant coaches program. And I joined that program while I was at Wheeling as an assistant coach there while I was trying to get my master's to finish my master's. And I took all three on at the same time and the classes went well. I graduated from both, <laughs> from both WVU and from the uh, assistant coaches program. And then, uh, you know, I got invited to work, uh, two separate summer leagues. Um, one in Vegas and and one in Salt Lake City and I was uh, a guest coach and was able to help for both, uh, both different organizations. I got a chance to meet a bunch of people throughout the summer and it just, you know, it was like a whirlwind and it happened really quickly and I ended up getting this opportunity offered to me.
0: Dashaun, who's more uh, visible in your coaching style? Your
2: dad or Bob Huggins? Oh man, I I actually don't carry any of (laughs) their styles. I'm just joking around. I don't know. I mean, I've learned so many things from so many different coaches I've had. But what I will say is, um, if I could take anything from all those guys, it would be more or less just being myself. Um, those guys were—they didn't try to be anything they weren't, and they were very transparent and open and honest, and always kept an open and honest dialogue with all their players. And that's why their players, like you know, respect respect them, and and, and they're beloved because of that fact. They're not pretending to be something in front of you know the state and, or the. Wherever their team, and then somebody else completely different when they're away from the lakes and stuff. So, those are those that's probably something I would take from them.
0: Nick Farrell and Angelica Trenone chatting with Mountaineer Hoops legend Deshaun Butler. Deshaun, your College Park Skyhawks recently played against the Westchester Knicks and Deuce McBride. I'm wondering what were your thoughts on Deuce's play when you got to see him and why is he capable of continuing to make that progression from the G League up into the NBA? It
2: was good seeing Deuce. Uh, (laughs) I'd seen Deuce numerous times, obviously, uh, throughout the summer. When I when I was uh still a player, and I would come back to uh, Morgantown, and of course Deuce is in the gym, and he's working hard, and, and those things, and Deuce and Jawan's relationship was great, and then I try to keep a great relationship with Jawan. Stay, and Jawan's the man. So uh, friggin' seeing him, the first thing I just asked him, obviously, is how how are you doing? How's everything going? Just trying to pick his brain about like what he's been what he's been up to because, you know, uh, he's in a a unique scenario where he's on the team who initially, like it looked like things were going to be set up for him to just go out there and just play a lot. And then, you know, obviously you can't really just play a lot when Derek Rose and Kimball Walker and these guys are in front of him. So just like seeing where his head was, I'd obviously been in the G league for like a month and some change, two months. So just like my experience from, what I've been seeing with the Skyhawks and then trying to figure out, you know, just trying to learn more or less like just anything else, just like anything else. I mean, just learn how they do things and how he's been adjusting to playing pro basketball. And then after, like, you know, picking it for about selfishly for about five to ten minutes, we like jumped around a bit and just hung out and told him to take it easy. And that's what he didn't. So yeah, he, uh, he had a really good game the first time we played him, so surprise.
3: Now, Deshaun, along those lines, something that Coach Huggins always talks about is the opportunity that the current players have now to be able to be in the gym with guys like you, John Flowers, KJ, you know, over the summer getting those uh, opportunities, that experience. So first, did you ever have that opportunity with Deuce? Were you ever able to see him while he was still here at West Virginia? Maybe some of those workouts there, and anybody – currently on this team, did they impress you in the time you were able to spend with them um over the summer? Did anyone stand out?
2: Um well as far as Deuce, it's it's tough. Like um we probably I know me, I wasn't uh as uh how can I put it active because I was on the way of like winding down my career. So like I would play in an open gym here and there and when like when Deuce and those guys were playing but I was in the gym of course, working out doing my workouts. Deuce would probably, like I said, he worked out a ton with Jawan, like hands-on with Jawan. Um, and he would work out with uh, other guards who also, like guys like Jay Sean Page who are in the G League right now, uh, or excuse me, who's in, who got called up to the NBA. And then, um, you know, uh, Tariq Phillip and Tavon Meyer, like, you know, he, he worked out more with the guards. I was like a forward. So, but um, as far as just like, help always. I mean, I feel like having us there as I know as a uh, exhausting as it may be to constantly see these old dudes just show up in the summers and like hog the facility. But, um, it's, uh, it's fun to be there just so we can interact with the guys and let them know what they're getting ready to see. I mean, if they, if they make it to the NBA, we have guys that have been there and who are there. JC's there in the summer working out. And that's like, um, uh, when I was in college, just seeing Joe Alexander go to the NBA and then have Joe come back and tell me what was going on was awesome. Cause I had nobody in front of me to do that. And there's this big gap of me. After that, KJ got a chance to go. So then those guys that were right under KJ could see KJ go. And it's just like one of those things where, you know, you we all have the goal of playing professional basketball. And we say playing pro, uh like that's NBA, that's overseas, that's everything you have somebody that's there doing it and you see like, you know, it's like an attainable goal. Like it's just like one of those things where it's just like, I'll work out with him or I work out in the same gym as him. Like I, I, I'm the same school he went to, like, I can do what he does. So it's just like an extra boost an extra motivation. And uh, hopefully those guys use it the same, not to mention the information we give them about what they're getting ready to get into. So, you know, just trying to give them that, that little bit of advice, you know, and things so they can like have a better, excuse me, understanding of what they're going to go into.
0: Jayshon, I want to get more of your thoughts on at least one of Bob Huggins current guys here in a sec, but you mentioned Jayshon Page, who recently made his NBA debut on new year's day for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, A lot of guys, including Page have kind of been moving up from the G league, to the NBA because of COVID uh, and the pandemic has impacted everybody differently, but for a lot of guys, it's opening a door to the NBA, guys like uh, Jay Sean page. That, that's a, that, that is at least a unique thing about this season in pro basketball is that guys are getting opportunities that maybe they otherwise wouldn't have. And they're getting that chance to make an impact.
2: I mean, that's, it's great for the G league. It's great for the NBA. I mean, cause we can continue to watch great basketball, but at the same time, I mean, I wouldn't say that these opportunities wouldn't be open to, to some of these guys. I mean, these are really good basketball players and they're very hard workers and like whatever opportunity they get, however they get it is well-deserved. And I hope everybody makes, you know, make something of their opportunities. I mean, this is a great great thing that's happening now. And we have had what, more than three guys get call-ups and I see these guys every day at our gym and they deserve it man like i don't i don't like to (laughs) i don't want to sit there our guys are in the gym every minute every day like no but they are and the guys that i got a chance to like watch and some of the guys that i personally know that have gotten call-ups like well-deserved and i hope they just capitalize on that opportunity
3: Okay, so here's what I want to know from you in terms of a current player, Deshaun. Now we've heard Coach Huggins say this, Jared Calhoun, when we talked to him ahead of the Youngstown State game, he drew the same comparison. A lot of them are saying they're seeing similarities in between the way that you played and the way that Taz Sherman plays as well, just in terms of the type of player that you are. Have you noticed any similarities Mm. between you guys watching Taz? Can you draw any there? Or what kind of player do you see when you see Taz Sherman?
2: Taz is awesome, so I can't even <laughs> like I can't, I don't even know what to if I can even compare Taz to my game. Um, Taz is an amazing athlete. He he can also I can I get the shooting aspect. Uh I would say Taz is a really, really, really good shooter. Um three in a sense where he can play very he plays very comfortable behind the arc He plays very comfortable within the mid-range can stop pull up he does a lot of things um I can't only reason I can't compare him with me different we did different things I mean I played a little bit like the mid post and I spaced the court a little bit but like Ty's Taz's game, as far as an athlete and how you can change your speeds and things of that nature, is like I couldn't couldn't do that. So I always gotta give the young guys their flowers, even though it kills me.
3: I want to go back to what we were just talking about. You saying it's been so helpful, you think, to these players to be able to have guys like you share your knowledge with them. Of not only what to expect when their days at WV were over, but also what it's going to be like playing for Bob Huggins as well. So I guess I want to know from you, what's that one piece of advice you offer these guys, whether it's, you know, incoming guys, guys who are already there, but what's the one piece of advice you tell these guys about playing for Bob Huggins in this West Virginia program?
2: Oh, one. <laughs> um, well, I kind of, I kind of try my best to like if I to the guys that I talk to, I try to keep it to like one or two things. Is you gotta you gotta develop a thick skin, um, and the thick skin isn't just for like Coach Huggins uh, yelling at you, like and things of that nature. The thick skin is just for just a. I hate to say rigorous because it's college basketball, but just like all the things that come with being in college and being a college athlete um the good and bad and you add coach Huggins being tough on you as some uh, in that as well like you gotta you gotta be able to just like roll with the punches and not be sensitive when bad things happen um, And the other thing I would say is like building trust. I try to talk to our guys about building trust here um, and building trust, like depending on how you look at it, it could be a good thing. It could be a game. It could be ever, however you want to play. But, you know, if the coach asks you to, all I want you to do is play defense and rebound and, and make your, and make layups, you'd be the best person at doing those three things. Because if you do if you're the best at doing those three things, when he, the, the three things that he asked you to do sooner or later, like he's going to extend that leash and let you play with a little bit of freedom because he trusts you. And that's what it all comes down to. It's about trust. And if your coaches can trust you. So I try to explain that to those guys, like not in a selfish way. It's just more or less like because it's for the team. Everybody can't shoot the ball. Everybody can't do what the point guards are doing. Everybody can't do what the bigs are doing. Everybody can't do everything. You can't be everything to everybody. So if you want to play, do everything to do what the coach is asking you to do. And then once he sees, once he sees that he can trust you, then you'll have a little bit more freedom to do, do some of the things that he sees that you work on. Not just do whatever you, don't, you want to do, but do the things you work on. And I try to like help them see that line with the things that they can do well. So like, if you can, if you can, if you can bridge those gaps, then you can have a really good time playing for coach Huggins. If you fight it, it could be tough. (laughs) So, and I've seen people do both and I've seen what happens when they try. So it's, it's, there's not one way to do it. It's not one answer to figuring out, uh, (laughs) figuring out how to play W. It's just, you know, you got to be able to accept your role and then master your role. And then if you can do that, then more good will follow.
0: One last one for you, Deshaun. I want to know your opinion on this. We had Jared Calhoun here back in December, coach of Youngstown State. Uh, during, his yeah, know, yes. <laughs> dur- during his press conference. I know he During his press conference, says after the game, he thinks it's time for Coach Huggins to have a statue outside the Coliseum next
2: to Jerry West and Hot Rod
0: Hunley. What
2: do you think about that? i sign off on it. I thought you are going to ask a tough question. No, I'd sign off on that for sure. Like, yeah, of course. Like, he's – I mean, I, we have some great coaches that, play, uh, that coach at W. I mean, he's coached there. He's played there. He's, he's about to get a 1,000 wins, hopefully, in the next, like, two or three seasons. Like, I don't know how you don't, you know, celebrate that with something that should be there forever. So – I mean, and then you take away basketball. My guy's like raising like millions and millions of dollars a year in cancer research, and I don't know. Like I, I kind of feel like he should already have one and the court should be named after him and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, that's I'm biased, so.
0: Deshaun, we appreciate you taking this time to catch up with us, man. Best of luck going forward. We look forward to watching what you'll do in the G League and beyond. Appreciate you guys, man.
2: You guys have a good one, and thanks for having
0: me. You got anything you want to sing now that we're done with that interview?
1: Um, I'll hit it one more time. Deshaun Derulo. Uh.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So that was Deshaun Butler, current G League assistant with the College Park Skyhawks. Pretty cool to catch up with him.
1: Pretty cool to not only catch up with him, but of course, Nick, one of the first times he was able to coach, one of the first times we really got to see Deuce play, that they were matched up together in the NBA G League. I don't know how many times or if ever maybe that's you know yeah, right. happened before, especially to have one player, one coach. So I think that was a great experience not only for Deshaun, but like he said, to me, something that stood out is when he said he saw Deuce and he was picking his brain. I mean, you think of Deshaun, you think maybe it would be the other way around there. But uh, great to see two Mountaineers having some success. And, of course, wish Deshaun all the best in his coaching journey. And I don't care what he says, we need to see some Bob Huggins style come out in that coaching. Yeah, right. If he Why not? needs to learn a thing or two, somebody on this podcast has ha- had oh, their fair gosh. share of acting what? like Bob Huggins. Maybe That's a I heck could of a plug.
0: That's a heck of a plug. Heck of a shameless, shameless plug for the first shameless. podcast, for the first Golden Blue Nation podcast. So you mentioned Deuce, 39 points, career high. This, that was a few days after we talked to DeShaun, yeah. right? Tuesday night, he drops 39 for Westchester. Dude has been on fire lately, and it's good that he's getting some minutes at both levels, right? Because he's not really breaking into the NBA roster because the Knicks are loaded at guard. Yeah. But man, is he playing well at Westchester? It's awesome to see.
1: And you know, I'm not going to take credit for this one. We'll give it to Sam Caniglio, our web producer. But whenever <laughs> yep. he said what the king, you might as well call it Chester. Yeah, it's he good. is the king of Westchester. Great to see him do a lot. And of course, if maybe at any point Deuce is listening to this, maybe it's inspired him, then maybe he will want to talk to us next. Who knows?
0: Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be pretty cool. I'll I guess we should a good song. mention one last thing that we probably should have mentioned off the top. Uh, Deshaun was on the road when we talked to him and he was in his car. So some of the audio issues that you may or yeah. may not have experienced were because of that, but that's okay. I mean, we were happy that he took the time to catch up with us during uh, the busy regular season.
1: Yeah, good to talk with him. And, of course, you couldn't see him, but a lot of smiles from Dajon. Just felt good to be back talking with him. Brought up a lot of uh, West Virginia basketball memories, of course, especially since the Mountaineers are really in the heart of
0: their season as well. So, if not Deuce, who should we talk to next?
1: Hmm, okay. Are we going former players or we're just going people in general?
0: Anybody, yeah, anybody. What do we got to do to
1: get a hold of Javon Carter? I don't know. What do we have to do? I mean, it's been a while.
0: It would be nice to talk to J. Hey, JC. we gotta get a hold yep. of Cynthia. We Mama C J. Right.
1: Mama C J. She should. she loves us. So She'll I have help us
0: I guess we'll just I have a list of people that I know that I want to feature on the podcast at some point. I love Nikki Izzo Brown. Oh gosh. The Nikki yes. Nikki show has to happen here at some point. Maybe during the spring or over the summer we'll preview women's soccer. You know, I'll talk to Dan Stratford. Of at course. Some point. In terms of former players though,
1: I just I, don't, I, don't I thought know. that's where we were going. So that's what yeah, I was Yeah, yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I to, to think about that. I'll have to make a big wish list and see who we can check off next.
1: Okay, how about how about hear me out. We get our guy Fran for Schiller.
0: Oh, all right, that sounds good we to can me. We could get and Franny not, on
1: the podcast. Yeah, that would be, be
0: great. He was at the uh, wasn't he on the, the Texas Tech-Baylor game a couple of nights ago when Texas Tech beat so, Baylor at yeah. Baylor. Wow, what a game that was. that hey, was Coach Hug
1: says Roy Williams will be coming into town for a game. What yeah, are like the that. chances we How can persuade that? Roy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, right. We'll, we'll see. We'll All see right, about well, that. We, could, if we do a special with 900 winners, Roy Williams and Bob Huggins, right? So if you have anybody that you want us to try to feature on the Golden Blue Nation podcast, you can let us know. You can follow her on Twitter at Angelica Trinone. I'm at by Nick Farrell. If you found the podcast for its debut episode, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on the Golden Blue Nation app, make sure you subscribe. If you're not listening on the Golden Blue Nation app and you don't have that, you should download it because why, Angelica? Because the Golden- Mountaineers are oh. always free and, and so, so is the, the Golden, Golden Blue, Blue Nation, Nation podcast. App. You know that was that, app. Was, yeah. that well, both are free now. Yeah. So good. Well, Jeez,
1: all, man, that's my own tagline and I
0: botched it. Dang it.
1: It's all free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> guess we got to wrap this thing up before i make too many more mistakes
1: because i was going to hit you it's another jingle
0: okay hit it hit it let's hear it <laughs> i can't believe about this
1: f-r-e-e that spells free Creditreport.com. wow baby.
0: so that uh, talking about sponsorships next yep
1: hey <laughs> you never know
0: uh goldenbluenation.com for all of your west virginia university sports needs make sure you subscribe to the podcast and download the free golden blue nation app she's angelica i'm nick we'll talk to you next time